ghosts, UFOs, alien encounters, and all things paranormal. These are real stories from real people. This is Fear of the Unknown. Hey. Hey, yo, you ladies out there in Radio Lab. <laughs> I wish I had a deep voice, though. That's my number one regret in life, that I don't have this deep, booming... Oh, you you know. can still always train it, yeah? <laughs> I mean, you can always ex- extend your range through vocal practices and stuff. It yeah. is doable. I'm an extremely, like, undisciplined person, though. I, yeah, you're talking <laughs> to the most, okay? I promise you, I promise you. Anyway... I'm here with so far my favourite guest. <laughs> oh, he brought he brought me coffee. Is that all it takes? Is it just, just coffee and I'm no your favourite? No one's giving me shit. Oh, okay, I gotta watch out for that. <laughs> no, this is this is awesome. I'm really excited to have you because uh, um, you have like implied that you have some doozies for me. Well, I hope I haven't oversold it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's have. it's pretty good. It's okay. pretty good. I can tell you. It's but first, first of all, I just want to I just want to know um, when it comes to the paranormal, what do you what do you believe in? Oh, okay. Um, the whole spectrum, like anything from religion to oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, to I, the I can, I can sum that in a, a little nutshell. Okay. Um, I'm a Buddhist agnostic. Mm-hmm. I treat Buddhism as a philosophy, not a religion, so I don't believe it. But it's, you know, a set of guidelines that are kind of flexible and blah, blah, blah. They're the, they're okay. the best thing I've found so far. Um, and ag- agnosticism is that kind of general, I don't know, kind okay. of attitude. So it kind of just, it leaves everything. Right. I feel it gives me an open mind to accept lots of things. And right. it also doesn't put me in a, um, a position or a viewpoint to say, well, no, that contradicts this. And, you know, no, I actually know better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It seems to be the first step to enlightenment is to judge everyone else's enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. yeah. And that's with everything. <laughs> Pretty every, much. Every type of enlightenment that you can imagine. Yeah. You know. Well, I think, yeah, it's the, it's the everything, funny kind of... Everything kinda... from science all the way to, all the way through religion. Well, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God damn it, I had a good quote for that. I, I was wondering if you could ask me about my own question. Essentially, it was uh, scientists and magicians should essentially not believe in anything because mm. that's yeah uh, the best kind of standpoint to go from i guess yeah. um yeah no the, <laughs> the the funny thing at least with buddhism is uh the the end clause that they don't really tell you about is once you've achieved enlightenment you've then got a choice to go be enlightened mm-hmm. or to give it up to come back and tell other people how to become enlightened all right yeah so it's this kind of ultimate ego choice kind of thing. Do you want to, you know, now that you've attained this wonderful yeah. nirvana state, do you go to it or do you come back? Is it the part that you're about? agnostic about? As in like, you know, what happens at the end um, and that decision? Uh, well, about everything really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, well, in terms even of like your day to day things and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know. Oh, Anyone oh, could change my mind. I mean, then, I mean, in terms of Buddhism. Oh. Like with that spe- specific principle that, or that um, teaching or that belief. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I'll figure it out when I get there is pretty exactly. much. Exactly, yeah. That's a pretty um, wise way to go, you know. I love it when I talk to people and meet people that totally embrace what they don't know and they're happy with that. Yeah. They're at peace with not knowing. Yeah. They don't have to be like, well, you know, it's probably this. Yeah. 
and a theory quickly turns into their manifesto. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. And um, I think one of the biggest examples that kind of put me in that frame point was the uh, Stephen Hawking uh, wager loss. Wagered like a subscription to Penthouse or Playboy or something with this fellow scientist about his theory about black holes. Yeah. But then he dis- he lost it because he disproved it. He went, okay, well, I'm actually going to look into this a bit fine. He's like, oh, fuck, my- all my theories are wrong. Like, I was actually wrong about this. Here's your Playboy subscription, but now I'm, I know what the right answer is. You know, right. like, yeah. So, you know, if I think the big trick is it's about you don't want to be locked into something as such. There's got to be room for, for change and, and evol- evol- oh, yeah. evolution. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And not knowing what's going on yeah. uh, really allows for that. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah. I mean, I've said it before, like, that's one of the main reasons why I'm doing this podcast because I want to have room to grow. I want, like, that part of my mind that, like, traditionally I've always kind of said, no, no, no. I won't be thinking about that. I'll just be focusing on this on these set rules that I've given myself. I think it's it's a good opportunity to just allow yourself to go nuts. Yeah, well, exactly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, not believe, but just to speculate. Speculating can be one of the stupidest and funnest, or sometimes most like rewarding things. Well, that's it. And yeah, just I, I don't understand how yeah finding out something new or, you know, changing for the better could be a detriment, you know? But, yeah, but I do understand how, you know, some people find safety in rigidity. And yeah. Well, it depends on the person, hey? Of course. It's not for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, let's uh, let's talk about some spooky stuff. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, I'll, I guess I'll just launch into, like... Go for it, yeah. My, just, my details and my yeah. stories. Is this chronological? It, well, I tried to be as much okay. as possible. Right. Uh, just for everyone listening, he's got his own... I'll, I'll take a photo of it right now. Here we go. He's got a little notebook and it's... It's the Necronomicon. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually an official notebook of the dead. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, funnily enough, I, I found this when I was finding this object that I was... I'm going to uh, show you a bit later. Okay. Sorry, all you podcasters. You ain't going to see shit. <laughs> Okay, so um, many, many years ago, over in Mount Lawley, funnily enough, on On Monmouth Street, there was an old nursing home. Um, it's a great setting. I know. It's just, oh, I've already oh. got the willies. <laughs> oh, By the way, we call it the willies. The willies. On this podcast, oh, okay. we're going to get the heebie-jeebies. You're, you're going to get plenty of these. Yeah. I got plenty of willies just <laughs> thinking of these stories. Um, it essentially got abandoned. Yeah. It was shut down, in theory, due to the changes in patient stretcher sizes. So, the hallways were a certain width, and then they changed the stretcher size, so they couldn't actually get stretchers down them or something, or something. Okay, stretcher size. I thought thought you meant there was a new stretcher size. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, so the stretchers were... Copyright, stretcher size. Um, The stretcher sizes... Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that, you know, if someone was sick or if there was someone mm. that had actually passed on that was deceased, they couldn't get them out. So Oh, no. It's, yeah, regulations changed, this place got shut down. But then it didn't just get shut down and, you know, packed up and moved on. It, like, it got abandoned. Yeah. And as I shall explain to you, there's just all this random odd stuff left behind. And that's just nearby. This is just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially around the corner. Um, okay. Not anymore, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, this is definitely a tale of past times. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, just around the corner, which is kind of creepy. So um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but he is very literally a friend of a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, this happened I trust to. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but they were both uh, Wapa theatre students, and the friend's friend would always just get kind of. I think she's one of those uh, people that was in tune, if you yeah. would like to say, to um, awakened vibes and energies and yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And she just she'd get bad juju feelings about this place, uh-huh. even to the point you know, like so she told our friend about it, and they'd go kind of like park in the driveway, and she's just like. I can't even sit here outside the building. This is freaking me out. Can yeah. we like go? And so, did you course, witness this? I did not. Okay. Um, but of course, my friend was like, "Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to go check this out myself." Yeah. So he, he went in. I'm probably sure sh- shat himself a, a few times <laughs> with the uh, the wheelies. Um, and so then he got us along, and we kind of like Scooby Dooed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially, it was like a big U-shaped building. Mm-hmm. So two wings. So we kind of, every night we do like a little bit, little section, little wing. Right. Kind of go checking it out with our torches and freaking each other That's out. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I used to love doing that. Yeah. Hey? And it was, yeah, it was just so, um, so interesting to have that, you know, just kind yeah. of in your back garden kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so weird stuff just as you're getting in. Um, the exterior was thoroughly weathered. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, there were houses next door, blah, 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 like pavements were cracked and the signs for this place were like yeah. chipped and kind of melting and like it's almost as if it had you know like a hundred years of weather in our normal human time yeah. or something like it's it, i know i know what you mean it, it's like the spirits of the in, have they're in the grounds and they feed the plants and they're like destroy this fucking yeah place. yeah um uh, <laughs> I, I always get the image of um, there's a great moment in one of the Terry Pratchett Discworld books where there's this old temple and when mm. they kind of finish it and it destroys itself like a hundred years of time happens to it it's like it's so it's kind of been kept out of out of the loop and then all of a sudden once it's happening it just it just decays and crumbles and falls mm. in, uh, in front of them and that's what it kind of yeah it kind of looked like it's okay. like this thing was out of time. It was, yeah. yeah, it was just kind of, kind of weird. Um, so nothing was locked. Front doors were open. Were there stuff left like filing cabinets? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with files. Mm. Oh, what? Mm. That's like American horror story. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and then the other weird thing, no animals, no squatters. So we're talking, this is like, maybe like a 20, wow. 30 room place. Nothing was there. Was there like graffiti? No. Fuck off. Like people that's, just that's... had not gone into this place or if they had, they had not stayed very long because it was just, yeah. That was, that was our one kind of freaky thing was like, you know, who were we going to stumble across? Because this seems like a perfect opportunity. Apparently not. Yeah. Mate. Apparently not so um, perfect. My friend Sophia and I, <laughs> we explored pa- um, places around Fremantle and there was like this old kind of warehouse that was just this, it just was creepy as hell. And uh, it was, I mean, it was full of, it was falling apart and stuff. It's like this place was going to fall on your head. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. it was so huge. It was like such a huge factory floor that, um, yeah, it took, it took a few like... Goes at it. Yeah, it yeah. took a few episodes. <laughs> to get and like one day, like underneath a bit of corrugated like metal, there was like a, must have been a homeless guy sleeping there. No we're, way. And we're just kind of like, we're walking towards that part because it's the part we hadn't been to. It was on the further side. And we just hear like this shuffling around. Of, rah, 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 like, <laughs> we, just, we just bolted out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
Anyway, it's it's well. Oh, well, then you'll you'll know the feels because like, we have a bolt out of there moment too. All right, go on. Go on. <laughs> um, so yeah, completely abandoned. But then the weird thing was the stuff that was left behind, and the way it was left behind. So there was just right. yeah, just some things that didn't add up. And uh, yeah, look, the the inner skeptic in me is, of course, you like you know someone could be playing around or whatever or you know yeah. I mean we happen to find this out through theatre students so you know kind mm. of one of the thoughts was like has someone set this up and kind of told people about this place and then they come in and like screw around with things knowing that but you know that's a lot of effort to go to just to sure. jerk someone about so it's and I, the, I don't find the that, thing valid that the thing that I find already chilling about the place is that it hasn't been messed with in a typical sense like, yeah the first thing that happens is that people go in and start practicing like spraying and like uh, graffiti and people immediately they want a place to sleep. So you're going to find like old dirty sheets or like cigarette butts. That's it. That's it. None of that. Wow. It was just this place was abandoned and continued to be abandoned (laughs) into the the present time. Okay. All right. So, um, so (laughs) immediately when you get in, there's a pile of phone books. Okay. So people have come to deliver these phone books, taken one step in the door and gone, fuck this, and just, <laughs> just run joking. out. There's this pile of phone books. As, you know, wow. Over the years, people have come in and just so abandoned you can, you can these phone the books. And... Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so, you know, yeah, all these things just pointing to people not wanting to be there. Look, it's so funny because I've, de- I've delivered phone books. Yeah. And you just want to get rid of the fuckers. Even if you know a place is abandoned, you're just like, yeet. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but yeah, just... Wow. <laughs> okay. They were in and out. It was like they did not want to be there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so most of the rooms are empty, but some of them just had some absolute random crap in them. So <laughs> one of the rooms, dead bees. Dead bees? Just dead bees. It was the dead bee room. Like, that was its thing. Nothing. No. Was there a hive in there? No. Just dead bees. <laughs> and the only room. So, like, you know, these are these are corridors of, you know, 10 or so next to each other. Okay. That was one of them. <clears throat> that was the dead bee room. Okay. <laughs> no other room had bees in it. No other sign of anything. It was just that room. Okay. That was where they. That was that they were where they went to die. Um, weed stuff like. Photo- can, can we just can we just oh, like oh, dwell yeah. on the dead bee room okay. for a second? <laughs> yes. Gun to your head. You know, if no one was to judge you. Yep. What could be like an explanation for that? Even if it's some type of fantastic sort of supernatural explanation. What what sort of vibe did it give you is basically what I'm saying. Well, oh God. They just I, went there to die? Well, I don't know. Force? Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing the rationale might be there may have been a nest somewhere. Right. But again, it's like, look, if someone came in and dealt with it, wouldn't you clean up the dead bees? <laughs> like, again, you, you know, I mean... Yes, it's abandoned, but, you know, you're kind of not doing your job. Or did they go in there, spray the crap out of them, something happened, and they got the hell out of there and just yeah. was like, look, yeah, sorry, you, you can't pay us enough to get rid of these dead bees. Um, yeah. yeah. Do, you know what makes, do you know what comes to mind when I heard that? You know, like some type of like Blair Witch sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. Where like 
the presence of the Blair Witch is there. Just bees appear and die. Yeah. Yeah. Like their purpose in life is to be dead on yeah. the floor. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Continue the tour. How are those wheelies going? Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> I got them. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. We're at least a two on the willy scale. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Copyright Willy Scale. <laughs> um, okay, so... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, when we get in, there's building schematics. Okay. For the whole place. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. I did like that because it was... That made it feel very, like, Resident Evil-y. It's you potential. Know, like, yeah, it's, you there's, start there's a the treasure level and you get there. a map. Yeah. And, it, and so it gave us an idea and extent of how exactly much that we wanted to do. But again, just out in the open. Just sitting There's there. There's no schematics for the whole place. Just sitting there. Wow. Why? Who put them there? Why would you take them out? Blah, 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 it's blah. It's like you're being this. lured. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's why I always keep going back to like the, you know, theatre students. You right. Know, screwing around and stuff. But like, again, it's like, it's so much effort for and, the potential uh, for people to get scared when you don't even see... The result, you know, it's not that they're sitting there with their cameras or something or detailing. Look, also, here's the thing. You and I are both creatives. We understand how creativity works. And that doesn't like match up with the typical tropes. And well, yeah, that's it. It, 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 It would be pointless creativity. Yeah. And, and, you know, I know people, some people are into that, but like, yeah, it, it, Mm. it fits into that idea but that idea doesn't didn't fit into kind of yeah. reality as such. If yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when you're there in the moment, you will interpret it a certain way. But if you're right, if you're sitting there trying to write out this idea, that's a really shit idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that's not something that would come to mind. I mean, that yeah. You put a big, you'd put a big like blood print on oh, that man, or some shit. Man, how about one of the rooms has dead bees in it? <laughs> <laughs> These ideas get do- shot down yeah. very quickly, you know. Shot down like the bees. Oh. Oh, oh, ghost zing. Um, so, uh, so yeah, the two, the, we had the building schematic, so we knew exactly how much we were doing. So, yeah, okay, so when we're in one of the wing, wing, wings, mm-hmm. we hear this horrifying uh, moaning noise. It really scared the absolute... How did it sound, if you can re- repli- like replicate it? Uh... I I, it, it's, it's kind of like I just a, have to fuck it's, it's, it's a moan slash yawn like kind of thing like I know that's like <laughs> typical you know people in sheets kind of a bit more yeah. like yawny kind of moan <gasps> yeah. yeah that's what I want it to be okay N- not quite like that <laughs> somewhere in between my weird kind of nasal nerd yawn yeah. and we'll fix one. it in post so we rushed out of there. That was our fleeing moment. We're like, okay, <laughs> we are not sticking around for whatever the fuck is making this noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, so of course we get out, and our friend sees a cat slink away. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's the it's the cat. I'm like, I've never. I'm no, not a cat no. person, but I have never heard a cat make this noise. Although yeah. apparently, when cats yawn, perhaps it's close. I've owned a few cats. Have you ever heard them yawn or like? They don't make of- a noise when they yawn. Okay. They just like open their eyes and mouth as wide as they possibly go. 
Well, that, that's kind of scary on its I know. on a whole new and, level. And fifty percent, <laughs> and it's a gamble. It's a flip of the coin whether they're going to puke something out. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. The um, no, but cats ball like, lottery. Okay, when cats are horny, they make weird sounds. When they're about to fight, they make weird sounds. But it always sounds like a child or like that. You know. Yeah. Okay. It's always yeah. Again, so yeah, yeah. It's it could be close, but yeah, yeah. I'm. We're not attributing this noise to. Cats, basically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we fleed and we got the hell out of there. And, of course, you know, we pissed ourselves laughing at afterwards. Um, Did you go back, though? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this was only, like, night one or something. Right. Um, and, again, you know, we had the schematics. We knew how much further we had to go. So, it's like, yeah. you know, we've we got to keep going at this. Um, so, of course, we came back. Um, okay. Oh, okay. This is uh, item time. So, okay. I... All right, he's, uh, he's showing me an envelope here. Let me take a photo oh, yeah. of that as well. There we go. Okay, okay so, yep. so uh, uh, this little item I kept from the place because it's one of these... Um, it actually more speaks to how ironically horrible it must have been while it was running. Okay. So this is a coaster from the As Then Not Haunted nursing home. Oh, actually, no. I'm going to redact that. Uh it, while it was still running. While it was still running. Yeah. While it was still running. And so here you are at a nursing home. You're having a cup of tea and you pop it down on this. Okay. I'm opening up the envelope. It's a coaster. All right. Perslu Funeral Homes. Isn't that cheerful? Wow. When you're having your tea, think about the, the <laughs> end of your life. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, the funeral home guy coming in and going, Hey, how are you, ladies? Have some coasters. Yeah. What the fuck? Although, you know, good on yeah. to them. Currently, they've got more merch than our band I does. Know, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's a modern-day bring-out-your-dead guy. I know. Yeah, right? That's his business card. Yeah. Damn. Isn't that, yeah, ironically depressing? Yeah. So, there you go. I... I, I, I Turned over my apartment for that because I've, I've held on to that. Thank you. I um I used to have some files as well. Um, I'll take a photo of this too. Yeah, please do. That was a damn good coffee. I don't have any sponsors yet, so if you're a coffee place and you want to sponsor me with coffee, hey, yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> um, I should probably remember the name of that place, but yeah, it's it's the hole in the wall down at uh, the IGA. Oh yeah, 24. that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice peeps, nice peeps. Yeah. Okay, so uh, did the coasters? We're up to that part. Um, okay, so uh, which bit am I going to do first? Oh, okay. Um, so again, mo- most of the rooms are empty. Mm-hmm. Some of them just have you know random stuff in them. Blah 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 blah. So uh, one of them. Oh god, this is some of the odd random stuff that we encountered so in one of the cupboards you open up the door and just sitting there is like a mandarin like is it rotten no when you open the second door to the cupboard there's a rotten one (laughs) so there's a perfectly good one and a completely rotten decrepit one yeah that's total Blair Witch why why like what yeah I, I, I still and to oranges, this day, it's creepy. It's like, you know how like 
Um, you know how like when you go to Bali or Indonesia, how people leave offerings? Yeah, yeah. For the, for the spirits? That's it's like a mandarin. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> here's the pre-offering and that's post-offering. Yeah. And that's a little bit scary. So this is you when you walk in. And then this other one is you when you walk out. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, and again, it's just, you know, if this was someone doing it, who the hell upkeeps a perfectly good Mandarin and a horribly decrepit... Like, yeah. it's odd and it's random and it just it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't fit into any sort of, you know, normal pattern of behaviour or even hijinks and stuff. That's the thing. It's like, I yeah. can't imagine putting so much effort yeah. for this, you know, tableau of horror. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was one of the rooms. Uh, uh, one of the other ones in this extra wing that we got to. Um, all the rooms are generally pretty nice, so to speak. We get mm. this one. The entire wall and roof is just effed up. Kind of like, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Silent Hill or played the games. Yeah. But you know that kind of demon dimension-y stuff where like everything's starting to like peel off. And yeah, it's, it's all, all dark and black. Gross yeah. and kind of, it was like that in one room. Wow. So, you know, you, you couldn't say, oh, that they had like a mold problem or something. Yeah. It was just none of the room. surrounding rooms had it. It wasn't, you know, coming into the hallway on the out. Just this one room. That one. Just dark and flake, flaking paint. And- so uh, that's the room we chose to stay overnight in. <laughs> so, yeah, one of the nights we, uh, after finishing... <laughs> that's the uh, best idea ever. I know, I know right? Just pick, pick the most uh, yeah. um, screwed up one. Well, I mean, you know... How old were you at this time? Good question. Probably mid-20s. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah... Head, that's head, just head before your, your sense of and... that's before your sense of mortality truly kicks in. Yeah, just I, before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I still think I'd I'd explore it, mm-hmm. but I'd probably go in more prepared next time. I think yeah. I think we definitely kind of Scooby Doo rogued it yeah. that time. You know, we didn't have proper equipment, and yeah. it was just us and our bravado and some flashlights. There's this amazing prankster on YouTube, and he hides in asylums like that. <laughs> And it's it's called Owl Man. They made a movie. It's a pretty crappy movie, but they used this um, owl head, and he's got like these long fingers, and he hides. And um, yeah, it's oh. called, it's it's called like Lord of Lord of Tears or something like that. That's the, the movie they made. But um, they've got all these prank compilations where people go in to take photos or just to sort of you know get the willies. And he'll just be hiding in a dark cupboard. And they'll come into the room and he'll come out. And the thing is, it's so fun. I'll show you a photo of it. Um, and I'll, I'll post a picture of it as well. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at that shit. Oh, that's Imagine like, that. It's <laughs> oh, like salad fingers, but in real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willy factor six. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. After after this, I'll show you some videos. Yeah, okay. it's so fucking funny, because like even as someone watching it as a viewer and outsider, you're in on the joke. It's still fucking scary, man. Yeah, okay. It's just great costume design. Oh, <laughs> oh that makes me think of that. Um, oh, was it Rubber Boy or whatever it was? That um, Rubber Johnny. Rubber Johnny. Yeah. Oh god. That's <laughs> Yeah, oh, Robert I love, Johnny. hate that thing. Yep, check it out on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
be prepared for that. Yeah, part of your innocence will leave you. Yeah, yeah you can't unsee that. Yeah. That is for sure. Willy factor eight on that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sound that comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. like the ones where like his head like splats on the screen yeah. and then comes back and stuff. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let me get a sound of your feet like doing the scared dance. Oh, a little tap. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so we're coming to the end. We're coming right, to the end. So okay. we stayed overnight. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. All of us walked away with our, our own souls in check in theory. <laughs> Um, so some more random stuff, uh, you know, there'd be things like half a photo, yeah. of someone in a room and then, uh, at the end of one of, uh, the second wing that we were exploring, there were stairs to go into this outside yeah. backyard court area yeah. where we're met by a Zimmer frame pointing at the stairs. So it's kind of, you know, whoa, a Zimmer I'm, frame, but it's like, I'm going to sound know, like such a dumbass, but what's a Zimmer frame? Oh, sorry. Um, like a walker. Ah, okay. Yeah, like with so the tennis I, balls on it. Um, I just think they look cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not at night, and not when you're exploring a haunted nursing home. It's it was really freaky, and yeah. and there, of course, is the other half of this photo. Oh there. shit! Yeah. So again, it's like, why, why, why are these things going together and being uh, put around? So uh, anyway, that led us to uh, this outside area. Um, we. Legally gained access. Fuck, I keep forgetting to put my phone on oh, silent. Like. Get out of here. All right, continue. Uh, you went to this place. Uh, so the outside area. Outside, yep. Kind of courtyard thing. And um, there was a file storage okay. room that we legally gained access to. Uh-huh. With a key that one of you had. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That we yeah. acquired legally. Yeah. Um, patient files. Files. Oh shit! That's that's fascinating. Cabinets and just piles and boxes of patient files. And that just shows how little they were cared for during the time that they were there. The fact that like their records are not archived properly. No, that's so fucking disrespectful. Yeah, and and all these photos, you know, people's mementos and stuff were left behind. No you know, way. they're getting. Funeral home advertised during the yeah. coffee breaks. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't think it was a really nice place to be. Yeah. But, um, but left behind. Like, okay. even if you abandon this place in a rush, wouldn't you come back? And isn't there some sort of legal precedent for... Of course, there's evidence people's... that, like, bad stuff's happened. Yeah. But, but um, even not, like, say it was a model nursing home. Right. Don't they have some sort of legal obligation to deal with those files? Like, yeah. to, to give them to someone or... Surely you can't just at the leave very least people's files archiving like, them. Yeah, like, like they're the, historical burn the things, things or yeah. you know whatever. Um, so yeah, again, really weird. And so then we just had fun, you know, just yeah. going through looking at all this patient crap that was going on. You're like the... you guys were like tomb raiders. Yeah, yeah, it was it, it was fun, exhilarating, and did you take many souvenirs? I would have. I took two patient files. Oh yes. Yeah, I, unfortunately. Come on, though, man! Why didn't you bring it? Um, I got rid of them. They, um, during some house moves, I had to make some tough calls and unfortunately patient files for people I've never seen or heard of ever in my life. (laughs) Didn't make the cut one time, but I kept the coaster. I kept the coaster. At least, at the very least. (laughs) Have you looked into Perslow Funeral Homes? Are they still a thing? No, I haven't actually. I'm I'm going to Google it right now. 
part of me really hopes that like something weird happened and they had to like abandon their, <laughs> their headquarters um, or something. So yeah, while well, 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 I'll check this out. Uh, sorry, while you're checking that out. Um, oh yeah, okay. So yeah, we're in the outside. In this outside courtyard area, there's yeah. these um, old double double doors, wooden doors. One of them's open. Okay. And like, <laughs> of course, I'm elaborating for storytelling purposes, but I okay. promise you, this was the blackest shade of black you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a a portal from Stranger Things. This yep. was a this door we did not want to go into. I mean. Yes, it was open to the mm-hmm. the rest of the world a bit more than the building. So there was this kind of element of, well, shit, you know, maybe okay. maybe the chances is, of animals or homeless is a bit higher. So this is outside still? Um, yes, this is from the outside. This kind of like basement boiler laundry room. Right, right. Thing. It's like one of those things that you run to when there's a, a tornado coming. Yeah, yeah, I, I imagine yeah. so. But I think it's where all, yeah, the industrial goings on of the building probably okay. happened so the boiler room mm, <laughs> that's always got good connotations isn't it <laughs> girls skipping rope and singing creepy songs and stuff yeah. um but yeah like we um we never actually got <laughs> we never actually got, yeah um i'll try putting the aircon on if it's noisy i'll switch it off again yeah, fair enough um uh so we never actually got i hate to say we never actually got brave enough to go in there it's, it's, oh it's a, no! It's a room that got kind of uh, that was left unsolved. Um, but whether that was a blessing or a curse, we'll never know. Because yeah. it's um, uh, I will be coming back to that in a second. Okay. Um, oh, 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 in fact, right now. So um, yes, is okay. this the final chapter of this? Epi- this saga? is pretty much we, we are up to like epilogue territory here. Okay. All right. So years later, uh, I was working in uh, retail, and as we said before at the start, you know, it doesn't take long for things to shift into the paranormal when you've yeah. kind of run out of your small talk and you know, you're onto the deeper <laughs> yeah. meaning, the good stuff of life. So of course, I'm retelling this story and telling them about it. And <laughs> one of the girls that uh, I worked with says, "No shit, my sister niece or whatever, my right. relative of some description." worked there and that boiler laundry room was known to be haunted effed up like the people working there did not like being in this boiler room lower wow. room kind of area and it was like oh <laughs> creepy Damn. vindication it was like thank goodness we didn't go in there that was you know. probably the the main source of the of the heebie-jeebies of the of that bad juju yeah that. well it's always the basement right it is so yeah it yeah. It, Basements are always where bad things happen. Yep. Scientific fact. Yeah. Um, I've, heard, I've heard a rumour. Uh, okay, this, this, this could either be, if it's like, if it's bullcrap, I'm saying a meaning, meaningless thing. Okay. But if it's true, I hope that I don't get someone into trouble. Because I was told this by an extremely... This is maybe 15 years ago by an extremely earnest person that was basically in tears. And that is <laughs> that in the basement of the ABC building on St. George's Terrace. Um, Ancient Indian burial ground. Even better. <gasps> baby sacrificing. 
by the Masonics. What? Yes. <laughs> wow, it's their ABC too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, that's my. When I think of basements, I think of that story. Wow. It's just chilling. You know, some people say a story and it's just like... Yeah. Just by the, the way they say it, you're just like, man, you can't be making this up. I wonder what they, you know, sacrificing it to. Couldn't have been know. Know, any more decent details funding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they weren't playing to the, praying to the wealth gods that day. Yeah. I wonder oh. I'd, like to, I'd like to do a podcast with someone who like has all the, the lowdown on um, Masonic conspiracies and stuff. That would be really interesting, because apparently in Perth there's a whole like satanic scene going on where like there's lots of weird stuff, including human sacrifice. Oh, yeah. Good on you, Perth. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like we haven't done enough. But when I heard that, I'm like yeah. All right, represent. I I could kind of see that. I kind of feel Perth is like the country town of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's like um. It, oh, I'm trying to think of that movie where, like, the whole kind of town village knows each other. And they're all like, the greater good, the greater good. And they all oh, wear, like, hoods. But, hot you know, fuzz. Like, hot fuzz, thank <laughs> you. You know, it's like, they're all normal people, but at night they put the hoods on and yeah. they get down to their shit. That's what yeah. Perth is like, I reckon. Yeah. I like it. I don't love conspiracies, but I do like them. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> I, I mean, <clears throat> the whole alien conspiracy thing is I don't consider it too much of a conspiracy. Like, it's like 9-11. Like, there's so much crap out there where it's 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 a matter of research. Yeah, yeah. It's not a matter of hearsay or like, ooh, that could be happening. It's just like, come on, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Th- th- that, I like that sort of stuff. That's the thing I, that's the thing I like, uh, coming back to the agnosticism part, is to say, well, look, I don't know, but at the same time, I'm not just going to blindly accept anything. I still need some proof about yeah. stuff you know like yeah. it's I'm not going to believe you if you tell me yeah you know yeah alien area 51 stuff and blah 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 blah. but if you go hey here is some mm-hmm. or you know here's some extensive research I've done to yeah. um, prove this stuff I'll go hey I'm going to give that an actual thought um in the next couple of weeks i'm going to be speaking to someone who has actually like this is an old friend of mine and uh she wants her voice to be hidden because she has had a ufo experience she told me about it and i was like holy shit and that's it's that's kind of what inspired me to start doing this yeah right Just okay there's more people like that but um can you please do an auto-tuned version <laughs> Yeah, like do one where it's you know a couple of octaves down and no one can tell it's her but then do one it's like hey yeah yeah aliens in the basement I'll download some MIDI of like the Bee Gees or something yes <laughs> <laughs> she can be telling this story like crying in you know to the, to the tune of staying alive yes <laughs> oh god um yeah that's but- one to listen out for because it is yeah, it's fucking bananas. Yeah, tune into that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that that's kind of the end of the story. Uh, we always joked about um, going back years afterwards and doing, you know, like a little um, part two. Well, uh, just a um, like a survey because it's all apartments and stuff now. All right. It's just like, hey, you know, of all your household objects, you know, 
stayed where they are? Yeah. Do you get things floating around? Do you get any weird poltergeist things tapping at your TV screen late yeah. at night? Do your children have imaginary friends you can't, you know, account for? <laughs> imaginary kind of I, I never had an imaginary friend growing up, but apparently some kids, it's really real. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm super real. I'm pretty sure all my friends are real. As a child. How do you tell, though? I don't know. I, I mean, I've never known anyone that's had an actual, you know, like, hey, um, you know, here's, here's my friend Sarah. Like, let's put a plate out for her and let's have some food. Sarah says that she doesn't like it when you look at her and stuff like that. Yeah, know? yeah. That sort of shit. I could always see it as the Fight Club thing, where it's like you think it's someone else, but it's actually you or yeah. something. But yeah, a, a distinct alternate personality yeah. that is just definitely not there physically. Yeah, yeah I've never and yeah, I've never run into anyone that's had that either. Yeah, not, not to say. It Mind happen. you, this is purely based on like American media. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of, yeah. So we're doomed before we yeah. started. Basically, maybe the kids aren't as neglected. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, first world birth, yeah. birth problems. <laughs> well, at least we have like baby sacrifices. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're representing. Yeah. Is there anything oh, else that you like that you have strong suspicions about? How doesn't so? have doesn't have to be within the realm of belief, but like you know, for example, I'm pretty sure there's UFOs, or like I reckon that there is another dimension. Where beings came oh, from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. Po- um, that'll be a whole new uh, well, that's why we podcast chapter. Um, I want to hear. Give me a rundown. You want to give me a... Okay. Uh, I would say that they're... Uh, oh, okay. God, how do I phrase this? On a general flatline basis, uh, foundation level, we've got energy, we've got vibrations, and there's different levels of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, a level of understanding and comprehension plays into what we can and can't see and understand. So, for example, there's an analogy of when the boats were coming to America that the uh, native population couldn't actually see the boats. They could see the piling of the waves and stuff, but they couldn't see the boats because they had no concept of what they were. Huh. So you know what I mean? It's like, we knew what boats were. Yeah. They knew what boats were. They were, they were on the bloody things. But yeah. in theory, they, they, could, they couldn't process boats because they had no concept that there could be these big, giant wooden structures floating on the water coming at them. So there's this idea that, you know, they could see the piling of the waves or something, but until it kind of, it really got to them, they really just, they couldn't process it and therefore kind of couldn't see it. So part, it's like saying part of reality is a manifestation of your preconceived notions. Yeah. That's really fucking weird. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, right. And so I, I kind of think that that works on the kind of level... That, that kind of can work across different levels and things. So, for example, right, that would be my explanation of what people might have seen God as huh. and why from every religion it looks different. Yeah. My, 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 my little theory on the big G is that there is actually something there. Mm-hmm. But because of our contexts and our perceptions, that's why no one ever sees it as the same thing. Yeah. If that kind of makes sense. And, I mean, possibly also over time, you know, Chinese whispers. Well, that's it. Yeah, you yeah. get the purple monkey dishwasher, the crap yeah. out of it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and so this, yeah. Uh, and so that kind of extends beyond. So to say, you know, for example... Um, 
uh, yeah, one concept idea I, I really, really love is the idea of, um, yeah, how we process higher level entities. So, for example, crop circles. Uh-huh. Um, I've got no idea where I got this from, but there's a, a theory being that they could be a cross section, so our fourth dimensional access of a fifth dimensional thing. Uh-huh. So, you know, like, for example, a CGI scan where, um, say, if it's doing the brain, you see, you see that thing where, like, the, you can see the layers as it goes through yes. and you see the brain kind of um, yeah. grow and so uh, it's, it's change like, as you're seeing yeah. a 2D layer of a 3D object. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, but our 3D versus 4 or 5D or whatever it is. Yeah, so it's like a 5D shadow. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. When I see crop circles... It reminds me of the, the artifacts that were put on the Voyager. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. I'm not talking Voyager, Star Trek. No, I wish you were, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the golden disc, and they've got, you know, the Fibonacci. They've got a whole bunch of different forms of communication. And it's it's got this kind of, like, pattern to it. It's got this interesting sort of... Yeah, yeah, it sort of speaks like if he didn't know anything about it, it speaks in a similar way to crop circles. Yeah, no, I agree with that because I'm. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> my other more uh, rational rate way of looking at it would be it's I don't know how it's coming about, but it's some sort of like ultra intense. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Is it cymatics? Cymatics, which is essentially shapes that are formed by vibrations. Yep. Um, so a good example is when you put um, sand on a speaker, yeah. yeah, and that kind of stuff, and frequencies change the mm-hmm. um, the shapes and things that you get. This is the kind of next level of that, yeah. Because it's like, look, I'm a I'm a believer in metaphysics, and that falls into the realm there, and that is a whole other thing. That's, <laughs> not, that's, yeah. a, that's not even a whole like next another podcast episode. It's a whole different podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like metaphysics is, uh, I find it fascinating. Just like the whole idea of what is beneath is as above type of thing. Oh yes, that's a that, that's compelling as fuck, that, and that makes a lot of sense as well. Yeah, um, I won't get too much into that, but I've never heard that theory on um, crop circles before, like being a cross section. Yeah, cross section or yeah, just it's some, interesting, right? Yeah, a type of expression of something above. Because I always thought of it as like, if it's not fake, it's a message. Yeah, well, well it and, could be an expression. Yeah, yeah. I, I always like the um, the synchronicities of things. Where, for example, if people have, I think it was this, they, they were matching them up. Where it was like uh, either people discovering it, or when it becomes part of the general world consciousness, like certain ideas and certain mathematical concepts and stuff, they'd show up in the crop circles. Yeah. So things like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, it's a whole iceberg to delve into but essentially yeah. It's, yeah the information that gets portrayed in them yeah can be quite relevant to some of the ideas and stuff that, we, that are getting kind of expressed and mm-hmm. um, described at the time so it's that kind of thing of like we're figuring it out and then you're getting this vindic. oh sorry we're figuring oh sorry sorry <laughs> no, that's right. um, we're figuring it out and then you get um, these these vindications in these yeah. cross sections um, but another way I like to look at it is that it's the Donnie Darko thing where yep. you are the the physical cross-section of that That movie gave me a fucking headache, man. 
snake. Yeah. I loved it. We, yeah. I we, only understood it when someone like, uh, I, I saw like a, a video essay on it. And oh, yeah. For about yeah. an hour. And it's, that movie is just so elaborate and so deep. Yeah. Like if you're just watching it as a movie, you're just like, huh? Yeah. You know? You can um, decide whether you enjoy it or not. But I don't often go back and see movies. Yeah. Like a lot of times. Yeah. But that one, I think at least 10 times I would have gone and seen that wow. cinema. Just to, every time, you know, you're getting a little piece, you're finding a little thing there and you're just trying to consolidate it in your yeah. head. And I think that's a wonderful art form when, when people try to express an idea that's too deep for a sentence. It's too deep for... Possibly, it, maybe it's even more, more profound than what words can be expressed as. Yeah. And um, one of those artists I love is Alan Resnick. Resnick? Alan yeah. Resnick, yeah. Um, he, he works with a team and they make these kind of performance art videos, which are the most elaborate things you'll ever see. The one I first came across, I was like late last one night, just like trying to, just trying to watch something spooky. And I saw this explanation video and I was like, okay, it goes for an hour. I thought, okay, that'll, and it had like, Lots of views, really high rated. I'm like, it says, this house has people in it explained. And this house has people in it is an 11 minute video of surveillance footage inside a home. And at first it's normal. It's just people doing normal things around the house. Um, I think it's a combined family. So you get the feeling that it's like the son is from the father and the daughter is from the mother and there's a grandma there and there's a baby as well. And at one point the daughter you realize that she's been lying on the floor in the kitchen the whole time but they're ignoring her like she's just being a bratty teenager and then they start talking to her just like come on you know you should say something to her you know get her up and she's not listening to that and they're like hold on a second and they go to pull her like pick her up and she's sinking through the floor why she keeps sinking and from then on everything starts to go crazy okay um a couple of the details kind of leave me but there's a birthday party that's waiting for the little boy outside and they're not allowing anyone to come inside so there's all these kids with their presence and this is all like surveillance footage i'll show it to you as well after this it's all surveillance footage and these kids are waiting outside and the girl finally falls through the the floor into the basement and by this time like there's something burning in the oven and the place is filling with smoke the baby is like crawled off by themselves out in the backyard and it's, it's going out of the view of the of the things and the, the one of the final shots is like all the kids that were waiting for the birthday party are now lying on the floor face what? down sinking into the ground what yeah it's and it's 11 minutes however here's the thing that's just the beginning <laughs> this inspired um the blood um the blood giant oh like the, okay the, the storytelling type stuff ah. because hidden within that are like so many thousands of Easter eggs. Um, I saw an interview with Alan Resnick and it's like, they, they don't even, they've lost track of everything that's in there. And it's like, it takes you to websites. It takes, like you can download little computer games that they've made. There's um, archive footage of the family, hours and hours and hours of archive footage. There's phone conversations that's been that you over here. There are emails that they've been sending each other that you can read. What? Okay. So instead of like doing the, the search yourself, I recommend that you go to, it's on YouTube. It's like about a one and a half hour video. It's called, This House Has People In It Explained. Explained. Yep. And yeah, 
you, you, I've never seen anything like it. But here's the thing. A lot, everyone has their own, based on their biases, okay, because I've watched a lot of these um, uh, analysis videos about it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone seems to be so sure of the meaning of it because it, it seems to have a meaning. Like to me, for me, it has a, it has a meaning. Like it's, and it's a, it, it really speaks to me in a very strong way. But for other people, they're like, oh, this is like a kind of like um, atheist thing. This is like an anti-theist sort of statement. Yeah, or, yeah, and, okay. and, or like just it just depends on. Yeah, I'd love to know what you think. If well, you, that's it. Yeah, like context and. It's fucking amazing, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's uh, and he's made other stuff like um, uh, unedited footage of a bear. Okay. Yeah, I, I won't even explain it. Just, <laughs> okay. Just, okay. It, it's like a it's a little <laughs> ten minute thing. Just go watch it. Unedited yeah, right. footage of a bear. It's okay. It's the yeah, best. Done. That yeah. kind of hurts my mind. So, do you have any more ghost spooky stories? Ghosts, ghost stuff. No, that that's um. It doesn't have to be. I just said ghost. I, I wasn't even thinking. But have you got anything else that? I haven't got anything personally for myself. Yeah. But my only other little uh, validation that I've had through uh, a friend that was kind of creepy was um. Yeah, uh, one of those things where she was. They're in the family home. Um, a lot of the extended family is there. The grandfather was not very mm-hmm. uh, well. You know, kind of last moments, everything. That's kind of why the, the family had rallied together kind of thing. Right. And, yeah, it was one of these things where I think she was up for, you know, midnight snacks or something or she was the last one to bed or something. Uh-huh. And, you know, the grandpa kind of comes out and they have this wonderful conversation. Oh, um, no. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, and then she finds out that he had passed away in the night before that conversation had happened. Yeah. Like That's they, incredible. They timed I, yeah. it before them. It's just, yeah, it's... Look, it's, my, my, um, the, the um, dude that gave me, um, did my last few tattoos, um, he told me a really similar story. I've heard other stuff like that. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And these are people, they're looking at me in the eyes and they're telling me this. And I know they're not lying to me. They're not liars. Yeah. And um, he was visiting, he, he went to Adelaide to, um, to visit his grandmother who was about to die. She died on the way. <gasps> so he arrived at their place and the uncle was there sort of cleaning out her place. They knock on the door. She opens the fucking curtain as she always had a million times. Him and his brother both saw her look at them through the window like ah oh, it gave him a look of recognition as she always would have <laughs> and they were like what the fuck's going on yeah they ran inside looked around obviously there was nothing but yeah I really hope one day that gets solved so do I just like so what, I. What, what is that you know but yeah, uh, as I would try and rationalise it, would be, as I said before, it's that, it's that thing of understanding. I think once we understand how energy works and what levels it works on, mm-hmm. we'll be able to look at all this stuff and go, oh, okay, well, that's a, a byproduct of this or that's a cross-section of that or, you know, this is... Um, we don't nef- necessarily have to have this place and some other place or, you know... Okay. The the dimensions don't have to be next to each other. They could be all. Yeah. In the same We're just seeing part of the spectrum. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, yeah, that's that makes sense. And there's through vibrations. There's a bit of crossover. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess the uh, again coming back to that kind of Buddhist uh, science divide. Uh-huh. Um, it was really good. Uh, I think it must have been within the last decade. But there was a <laughs> a, a, a funny revelation that you know as soon as we kind of looked into the the core of stuff and you say well look you know you've got the nucleus and um a big space and then you've got this electron shell so essentially everything is nothing yeah everything is space yeah and then of course the buddhists put their hand up and they say hey we've been saying that for centuries welcome to the club you know yeah um there's a so you know there's a lot of gaps for stuff to happen in basically (laughs) yeah but what you're saying about like ancient knowledge which is now being proven is you know another thing which i find um i used to laugh about it so much especially because of this awful set of documentaries called ancient aliens oh oh um is that von daniken yeah like chariots of the gods and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah (laughs) i love hate those yeah Um, um some of it's Interesting as fuck, though. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the bit I love about it. The thing yeah. I hate about those is that it just presupposes things and then continues right uh, exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, here's an outlandish claim, and based on that, let's continue on. Yes. So, but, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but hang on, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that that's outlandish. Can yeah. we can we go back to that bit where you you know you yeah. just spouting crap and then basing your it's like you it's like <laughs> you've walked into, on it. it's like you've walked into a random church somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, you know, they're talking about stuff based on their own rules. It's like, you know, they've done all this world building and they just expect you to go along with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it's definitely one of those things where they've obviously, you know, they've got their entire picture ahead of them and they're trying to give it to you in bits. But then there's obviously a bias because, you know, they're headed to this big picture that they're trying to kind of get you on board with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, certainly not disputing that it's um, it's certainly not thought. Sorry, it's not not thought provoking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, There's one thing that I in in a, I think it was the Ancient Aliens series. There was one episode which I fucking loved. It's this old guy. I can't I can't remember exactly, but it was something like this Romanian dude, and he built this. It was like a theme park okay. made of stone. Yeah. Right? Huge stones that he built all by himself during the night without, like, um, anyone watching him. And all he had was, like, this um, giant tripod and a small black box. That's all he was ever, like, recorded as having with him as his building tools. Oh, I think I've heard about that. And wasn't that kind of the basis on some of the ideas of how um, the pyramids and stuff were done? Using this super simple idea of physics and weight distribution you're able to accomplish these superhuman things yeah yeah i want to know what's happening behind that yeah that's fascinating um though funny enough yeah i mean speaking of the egyptians i certainly wouldn't put it past again power of belief and stuff like that you know th- their religious core their belief structure was so strong and again uh you know mind over matter i think um i think belief is very powerful and i mean we, we see it get put to a lot of bad uses but Again, I think if, you know, yeah, I think if you can channel it, I think you can do amazing things with it. Yeah. I'm not quite there yet. That's a, that's a concept that I feel is, for me anyway, it's still a little bit a simple explanation for something that is probably 
more profound. True, true, true. Something that is, it's even like, would even be like eventually considered scientific. Like, yeah. I because, think, yeah. Because it's I, like, because that sort of territory overlaps with the secret, you know? You know the secret? Oh, that was the, um, that, uh, believe what you want and get it kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Maybe it's just the terminology that... Yeah, possibly. That has to be uh, clarified for me about that. Cause, That's fair enough. Because uh, I think it's interesting. I think like like when you believe in something, when you're really positive about something and when you're obsessed with something, like whatever opportunities that do open that you've like possibly forged yourself, it's going to be way, way more likely than nothing at all. But... But when you talk, okay. Look, but we're talking about like defying the laws of physics and stuff like that through something pre, like a preconceived notion. Is that what you? What you yeah, mean? yeah, K- kind of. Um, like going back to the, uh, you know, Columbus's ships, and like them not seeing the ships in the water because that wasn't part of their yeah, reality. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess the thing with that was is is to clarify that I mean the ships were obviously there. But they just couldn't perceive them, so it wasn't. Yeah, they didn't vanish the ships. They just couldn't understand what it was coming out. Right. So it looked like like. Okay, I think there's something in that concept that I'm missing. Probably, I'm just oversimplifying I'm probably not it because I'm a retard. Probably, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, you mean the ships were invisible? <laughs> okay. To them, technically, uh, yeah. Uh, I do think there's there's certainly something in the power of the be- in in the power of belief. Making uh-huh. that leap of faith, making that unquantifiable, concrete... Oh, God, what, how do you describe it? Like, well, yeah, it really is a manifestation of isness. Like, you know, this concept that has no... Possibly no quantifiable examples or... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, it's not going to come to me. Okay, but, um, okay. Uh, I'm, trying I, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to understand what you're saying here. Well, uh, okay, so w- one example that I'm trying to get to is like uh, during my esoteric researches and things, I did a lot of uh, um, looking into chaos magic. Uh-huh. And a big part of that is... Chaos magic? Yeah, yeah. Okay. A big part of that is this kind of secrety thing where it is about... Uh, a lot of it is about thinking about something. Uh-huh. Kind of charging it up with your thoughts, you know, using sigils, baking it into a, a kind of a, a mental thing, right? And then forgetting about it, and then in forgetting about it, your subconscious does the work, and so you kind of charge it up with power. You pop it in your subconscious, yeah, because you have to not think about it for it to work, yeah. I think that also plays into say, um, uh, what is it? Not Murphy's law, but Gump- Gumperson's law. Uh-huh. Which is the more you want something, the less it'll happen. Right. So you have to reverse psychology of the universe. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you pretty much say, I really, really want this thing, and now I don't care about it. And the universe goes, well, hey, okay. I, I like the cutting. It's like, hold, hold, hold on. I haven't said no yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, want me. Want me. But then one of the things is, is once you can do that, the idea was is that you could essentially take any belief structure... And work with it. Mm-hmm. So you could you could be a, a Christian for a day. You could um, practice Judaism for a day. You know, use these belief structures and the things that they they mm-hmm. use, and kind of work with it with your energy or that kind of stuff. Or you know, make up your own. They were even suggesting you know, you, you can try any of the major religions, or you can you know throw mm. a dice for a day and just believe that this dice outcome is 
is changing your world. Wow. Okay, that's that's interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, the, but, but uh, could, I mean, you you are an extremely philosophically driven person. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's my undoing because I don't believe because I can't make that logic jump. Yeah, it unfortunately invalidated the entire chaos magician process for it because a lot of it was like, you need to Faith. be able to make that logic jump, but you're allowed to choose whatever logic you're jumping yeah. to. So yeah. it's kind of believing and not believing, but in not believing, yeah, attaining the magic of belief. Yeah. And unfortunately, I couldn't do it. So, I, yeah, I've got a whole bookshelf of <laughs> chaos magic books that unfortunately I can't really use. Right. Anyway, man, I think we'll, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> this is an entire other chaos podcast. magic. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of stuff to show you now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We, we're going to have a, a bit of a mind fuck yes. in the, over the next couple hours here. It was um, nice knowing you, Internet. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got lots of creepy things to. <laughs> On my, um, on my, in my favorites list. But uh, thanks everyone for listening. And um, yeah, if you're in Perth and you want to talk to me and you're not a weirdo, you're not going to, you know. And if you've me. got some babies to sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Just get in touch. <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. I'll see you later. You've been listening to the Fear of the Unknown podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media with all links in the description. <laughs>